0: hello and welcome to the Levelling up podcast with me George Swift the Levelling up podcast is here to give you the personal development the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you the ambitious business owner desires I'm here to give you the inspiration the motivation to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level don't forget subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode The content in this episode comes straight from a recording that I've recently put out into my success groups, into my extreme growth masterminds. During this unprecedented time of crisis, let's be honest, I don't like using the word crisis. I don't like using the word unprecedented times. It's overused at the moment, but damn, it is unprecedented. And damn, for many of us, it is a crisis. And wow, isn't it unfolding fast? So, obviously, we are doubling down our efforts to support our clients, our members, our businesses, and our success groups and our extreme growth masterminds. And therefore, some of what we were doing externally, marketing, um, has uh, has been cut back so that we can provide more internal support to our current members. However, I do want to continue to support you guys that are listening to this podcast. And therefore, the content that I'm going to be putting out on this podcast is actually going to be taken from some of the content that I'm making available to my members. Today's session was a session, that I run a mini session to my members talking about first things first. In other words, focusing on the thing you need to focus on right now to get it out of your field of vision so you can then start to work on the bigger problems, the longer term problems that we inevitably are going to have to navigate as the weeks and potentially the months start to unfold. So, you know, if you're panicking about coronavirus or you're panicking about your immediate cash flow situation or something else that's right in your face and just screaming at you and making you terrified and a fearful position. It's about clearing that stuff out the way so that you can more rationally, more calmly, more creatively start to solve some of the longer term problems that all of us are going to have to solve over these coming weeks and potentially months. I hope you enjoy this content. I'll talk to you on the other side. Okay, hello and welcome to this mini session. These mini sessions are going to contain some of the content that I think that you need to hear, that you need to know about, maybe some work throughs, maybe little mini workshops that you need to partake in at the appropriate time as we go through this particular journey that we are all on. Obviously, there is a ton of content that I have to share with you guys. Not everything is going to be completely relevant to what we're going through now collectively as small business owners. Um, so, I'm always thinking the, the right content at the right time for you based on what we're going through. This is not going to be a quick thing. Obviously, you know, maybe a couple of months, you know, Boris is talking about 12 weeks. So, we have to see how these things are going to play out. And obviously, there's going to be certain content that's going to be more practical to you at certain points. I've already talked to you quite a lot about staying calm and keeping your head, et cetera. And that's really important. I mentioned on yesterday's. Uh, asked GNT how you know it's okay you know to take a few days out just to get your head in the game just to just to try and you know ground yourself to some degree with uh, with the scale of what's happening right now it feels like we're in a movie it feels like it's it's a very surreal experience and if we just go storming out like a crazy crazy fool um, we're we're going to be taking action based on knee-jerk reactions based on fear and panic and terror misinformation disinformation so of course. You know, it's okay to have that that inhale, that exhale, right? What's in front of me? What am I dealing with? What can I control? What can I influence? What can't I influence? This makes sense, what are the threats? What are the real threats to me? Right, where do I start, okay? Now, you're unlikely to be able to do that in one inhale or one exhale. It's probably gonna take you, you know, a few days or so, maybe you're still in that process now of 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 uh you know finding your way through this. I am myself by the way, you know, I keep talking about the fear curve. And uh, you know, I think, right, this is it, okay? I know what I'm dealing with. I'm on top of it a little bit. Anxiety, worries maybe in the background, but yeah, I'm functioning. And then you know, something happens or you know, a wave comes, you know, changing legislation, changing the law. I don't know, something happens in business behind the scenes. And it can it can trip you again back into that fear response. And you know, as I keep saying, you know, this this is probably gonna be something gonna that's gonna be on our, on our journey with us throughout this is that that fear, you know? And we go into those little bits of fear and our job is really simple, is to ride those out as quickly as possible. It's not about necessarily fighting the fear or anything else, it's just about accepting it almost like, as the Buddhists would say, this too will pass. It's like be with the experience, acknowledge what it is, don't indulge it, don't fuel it. Um, try and do, you know, if you're into you know, yoga, mindfulness, meditation, positive thinking, you can try and do all these sort of things to get yourself through it. But fundamentally, you want to get through to the other side of this, go for a walk with the dog. I've got some other ideas here. Um, Get Netflix and just, you know, play friends, you know, for half a day, a day, whatever it is. Get to the other side of it. Then you can start to function again. Okay. now it's time, you know, as we start to get into this thing. Now it's time we have to start being a, a, a little bit productive and proactive and stuff like that. Obviously, it's naive to think those fears are all behind us, you know. Obviously, there's going to be stuff still we're contending with right now and obviously more stuff down the line. So we have to come back to that, obviously, throughout this whole process. Um, handling, Handling fear... Uh, the, the analogy I used the other W guys, and it's one I use all the time, is that of the T in tennis. You know, and it's the idea that a tennis player can cover the whole court when they get back to that T. So if you lob the ball to the, you know, the the baseline for them, they'll run back, they'll take the shot, they'll always run back towards that T because from that T they can cover the whole court again. It's the same in things like uh, you know badminton and all racket sports. Okay, there's certain places and positions where you can cover the court, right, and Coming back to your peace, coming back to your calm, coming back to your grounding is very much the same as coming back to that T, you know, when when I'm here, I can, I can cover everything. But if I'm chasing that panic over there and I'm chasing that panic over there, it's like chasing the ball, you know? And, and you know, life at the moment is lobbing that ball to the baseline. You're running back to the baseline, hitting it. And if you sit there and pause and go, uh, 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 and sit at the baseline, guess what? It's gonna drop it just on the other side of the net. You have to run up. And you end up chasing this ball like crazy. So rather than chasing the panic and chasing the fear and chasing those things in your business when life is screaming the loudest at you, um, you're gonna die, you know? What you want to do is keep coming back to that T, reset. There'll be another ball, it'll be lobbed, you have to run for it, there'll be a little bit of panic in that, get back to that tee as much as you can. Use that throughout the whole this process to help you stay grounded and help you, you know, remain in your calm and your peace as much as is humanly possible during this time. Today, what I want to talk about is taking this one step further, saying, right, what action do you need to take? Well, here's the thing, right? There's lots of people out there talking about these four steps, these three steps, these 12 steps, and everything else. The bottom line is really simple for me, right? I want you to think about right now is actually from your perspective, you need to work out what you need to deal with, okay? What's the first thing, the second thing, and the third thing? And then we need to start breaking those down into projects, and then we need to start breaking those down into goals and actions, and then start taking action. You're never going to be able to do this kind of planning. You're never going to do this kind of strategy thinking from fear, from panic. So if you're still in the fear and the panic, go back to the content that I've already shared with you. Go back to that tea. Go back and, you know, you know maybe you just have to step away from things for a little while. Step away from the news, the media. Uh, keep informed by all means, but, you know, just keep away from that message. Maybe you do need to go and take those isolated walks of gatherings of no more than more than two. Maybe you need to go on your own. Go out in the garden, chill out, watch some Netflix. Maybe you do, right, I'm, I'm, I really mean this. Maybe you need to make some time to get to that place of calm, because until you get to that place of relative, I say that relative calm, you're not gonna be able to do, <coughs> excuse me, you're not gonna be able to do some of the higher functioning stuff that we're gonna to have to do in order to to move through this thing. So, get yourself into a relative state of calm. Don't do what I'm asking you to do now from panic or fear, it won't work from a relative, I keep saying it's relative, right? If it wasn't for these crazy times right now, I'd say, right, get your shit together and get yourself into a place of calm and positivity and optimism. I'm not naive, right? It's like living in the blitz, okay? relative degree of calm you need, right? The more calm you are, the more relaxed you are, the more creative you're gonna be, the more problem solving you can be, the more fearful and panicky you are, then you know, the less able you are to solve the problems. And you know what this is right now, whilst they might be significant problems, nothing's different really from life generally and business generally, it's a series of problems to solve. Our job is to try and work out which are the problems we need to solve right now. Does this make sense? So I want you to think in terms, if we're looking at a linear line, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. You can hear I've had the cold um, and I've had all kinds of different things going on. Was it the thing? I don't know. It seems far-fetched it would be, but um, I've, uh, I'm coming out the other side either way. So why well, imagine you're in point A. Point B is somewhere on the other side, okay? On the other side of all of this stuff. Between A and B, <clears throat> there's a whole load of things that are going to happen between point A and point B, okay? Your job is really simple, right? It's very hard to try and solve the problems. Let's say we have like 10 problems to solve. From one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, all the way, right? Let's say it's 10 things we've got to solve, right? In order to get to B. B is a point where we get out the other side of this. We are still in a strong position in business. We lick our wounds if we if we've got any, and we're in a good position to really go right. The the you know they're talking about obviously long term repercussions to the economy and that, um, you know we, we're all being locked down at the moment. And else, I do think that there'll be a bounce back effect. I, I you know I'm not an expert on these things, but I do think there'll be a bounce back effect. Business will have to continue. Business will have to move forward. And you want to be in a really good, strong position to be able to be at the, you know, the front of that line, if you like, when, 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 when business comes back online fully, properly, normally, whatever that means. So you've got point one, two, three, four, five, ten 10 problems to solve. What we're trying to do right now is we're trying to solve, and this is just human nature, <clears throat> we're trying to solve all 10 of these at once, right? The brain is screaming all 10 of these, right? So you're thinking... Long-term ramifications. That's A to B, but away. You know, beyond B, we've got problem. You know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. All these problems that have got nothing necessary to do with what we're going through right now, or the repercussions of what we're going through right now. So, you know, we're sitting there saying, right. We got money issues, bang. We got client issues dropping off, bang. Um, I can't do face to face. I've got to go online. Oh my god, I can't do online. What's online? Which, which technology do I need to do online? Oh my god, will my clients do online? Can I charge the same for online? I feel really bad about charging my clients in this kind of thing. Can I sell? Can I get new clients? What new clients? Should I go for a new client base? Should I do a new product? Should I be creating a thing? I saw something the other day saying I need to get on Amazon and have an Amazon store. But how the hell would that make sense? And we're trying to solve everything at once because that's the nature of the human brain. It bombards us with all of these things, and when all of these all of these problems um, are perceptually, not literally, but perceptually life-threatening problems, then obviously your brain is not going to allow you to just sit back and say, right, well, let's just, you know, keep my house clean right now not worry about everything else. It will say, right, yeah, but what about this? What about this? What about that? What about this? You know, imagine a pa- a, a crazed lunatic, right, panicking person in front of you, right? And they're sitting there and they're saying to you, right, oh my God, well, you know, maybe you go on holiday. And they say, my passports, my passports. And you say, well where did you put your passports? Oh my god, my luggage, my luggage. Well, ew, hang on, calm. where's about like, the passports? Forget the passports, where's my luggage? Where, where did you put your luggage? Oh my god, is the plane gonna happen? Makes sense. So someone's panicking goes through and you can't pin them down to solve a single problem because their brain is leaping between all of these what they see as life-ending, life-threatening problems. So this is why we need to come back to that tea, we need to come back to that relative calm, we need to come back to that place of relative peace as much as we can right now. And we have to start thinking as strategically as possible, right, problem solving. This is how we're gonna solve these problems. Not by panicking, you know. not by, by freaking out. You know, that's what the unconscious thinks gonna solve our problem based on millions and millions of years of evolution. Freak out right now, you know, attack people, uh, go underground, go to bunker, freeze, you know, the fight, flight, freeze response. It's going back through its evolutionary past. It's unprecedented. We've never had to deal with anything like this, you know, in, in life and in business, in our generation, maybe ever as a planet. So, of course, what we're looking at here is there's no no, there's no uh, raw, uh, roadmap for how to how to respond, so the brain has to go back and say, right, what do we do? Well, freak out, right? Because that's what we would have done in our evolutionary past: go out there and attack, hide bunker down, freeze. Okay, none of those obviously are going to solve our problems that we're facing here, right? So most of us, we went through a bit of that already, right? We've gone through. Imagine I've gone through it myself. You go through the anger phase, that's the attack phase, and the, the fight part of it. fall fight, fight someone? You know, blame someone. Um, then you go through the, 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 the freeze response, which is do nothing potentially, you know, just sit there, Netflix in front of me, hiding from it, head in the ground, whatever. Um, and then we go through the, the hiding from it, you know, the, the denial and pretending it's not real pretending it's not, it makes sense. And most of us will probably have gone through that and we'll probably go through a degree of that still moving for, forward as our fear responses keep getting triggered. We need to come back to that T, look at this problem and say, right, what is the first problem I need to solve? now for different people this will be different right it will depend on what you perceive to be the threat to you and that will depend on on your set of circumstances so for example me and tracy we're locked down in the house right now just me and tracy right we've both had this whatever this cold thing is or whatever fluy thing we've both had that um there's there's no real threat to us from the virus itself as long as we just continue to do what we're doing, which is to continue to shut ourselves down and shut ourselves away and everything else, right? So for me, it's like the fear, oh, excuse me, the first fear that was being pumped into us was, you know, we're all gonna die of coronavirus, right? And for some of you, that fear is still very real for you, right? Maybe you've got underlying health issues, or maybe you've got people that live with you have got underlying health issues. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's just there in your head and you're just, just terrified of getting this thing. So if that's the first thing, if, if, if when you think about this stuff, it's like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm scared about my business, my money, my clients, blah, blah, blah. blah but, but if the number one thing is me catching it or me bringing it into my household or me giving it to someone else or someone else catching it, then that's the number one thing. Right, solve the number one problem. Get it out the way. Get it off the table, Right. This way, you have to think really clearly about this, right? So you say, right, my mum in, in, in West London, right? So she's in an area right now. There's a lot of cases in her area. London generally, obviously, is the worst hit in the country, um, as we would expect to some degree, being being, being obviously the capital. Uh, my mum's in the suburbs of that, and you know, I check on the numbers. You know, there's a lot of people uh, with this thing around my mum, right? So you know, my mum's locked down. I'm not seeing her. My sister's not seeing her. I'm phoning her every day, you know, or Skyping her or FaceTiming her and we're chatting, we stay in touch, you know, to some degree, probably more than I would have done normally, because you know I can't go and see her. There's that pull to make me feel like I want to make sure she's okay. Because I feel like she might feel like she's locked down. The Truth is, she didn't get up to an awful lot there anyway. So interestingly, she's probably got a little bit more contact from me, and my sister, than she would have done I'm another sister in Australia. So the point is this, right? Why about my mum? Right, what do I need to do to 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 limit, reduce, or get rid of completely that threat, right? So number one, tell my mum, lockdown, do not go out shopping, blah, 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 we've got you covered. My sister drove over parcels locked. Uh, my sister's had this as well. She's locked it, uh, left her a little parcel on the front door. In fact, my nephew put a parcel on the front door, talked to her through the door and then went off, okay? So like, right, we're gonna get food to my mum. She hasn't got to go out. We're gonna make sure that she's got, you know, she's got a TV, Wi-Fi, um, she's got her bills paid. It's okay, she's taken care of my mum, right? As long as she stays in the house, doesn't meet anybody, right? She should be, okay, no guarantees at all in this world, but that's that's the most I can reasonably do. She's safer there on her own than she is with me or my sister, okay? So therefore, that's what we're doing. Then we're putting in the provisions. So once we say, right, make my mum safe, lock her down, that's number number one. Well, number two after locking her down is making sure my mum is happy, right? Or just making sure she's not cut off or lonely or whatever else, right, makes sense? So then I solve that problem with the FaceTime, making sure she's got her FaceTime working and uh, just making sure that I continually um, remind myself, remember, to stay in contact with them, even though I've got, obviously, hectic stuff going on in my own life. Does this make sense, right? So then you say, right, now mum's taken care of, what's the next thing? So, again, you've got to work these out for yourself, okay? These aren't going to be the same for every single person. They're really not. But then you sit and say, right, <clears throat> what's the next thing? Let's say it's money, right? Let's say money's your next fear, okay? And the immediate m- m- money worry is, let's say you've got clients dropping off and you've done your cash flow forecast and, I don't know, it's, ugh, Worst case, scenario, right? Terrible place to be. You know, you've got a couple of weeks left in business, maybe a month left in business or what it might be, right? What is your, your strategy? Now, again, I see so many people sitting there saying, right, you know, I, you know, I need to develop an online product. I need to go out and market online. I'm here to tell you now, right? You know, I, 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 I'm not the voice of doom and gloom. I'm really not. I'm positive. I'm optimistic. I'm all about the fight and I'm all about, you know, succeeding and winning and everything else. Um, but I'm also about, you know, the, the realities of what's going to get you the best result. If you are... A, I don't know, you know, if you're a face-to-face therapist right now, is it practical to create, and you've never thought about this or done this before, is it practical that you're going to create an online product to, I don't know, let's say, so people can self-therapize themselves or they, you know, for other people to become a therapist or whatever. Is it likely you may develop that product well to a point where it's marketable, whilst also learning how to market this online to a new avatar, to a new customer base in a format you've never used before, in a time to solve your immediate cash flow problems? Right? Really unlikely is this an opportunity for every business to be thinking about good practice of how to utilize online tools, how to utilize the web, how to utilize online marketing? Yeah, absolutely, it's it's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, the word opportunity inverted commas there. It's an amazing opportunity for us to develop and learn and, and to progress ourselves, okay? And maybe to think about what business might look like, you know, six months, a year from now. But, you know, you know, if you're gonna take a business from being a purely offline business where you market offline, sell offline, deliver your services offline, right? Like a therapist might do, for example. It's gonna take some time to switch that over to an online offering, does that make sense? As in new products everything else. What you can do, and this was a term that was used by Sarah Sankster, which I really love, flex into digital, right? Which I like that terminology a lot. What that means is you stick with your core business, you stick with your core offering, right, to your core clients. In the way that you do it now, what you shift is instead of being able to do it face-to-face, you have to shift it into a digital format. So immediately you want to say to your clients, right, if you were a therapist, for example, say you're a coach or a therapist, you say, right, we're going to continue as normal, you're going to need us like you've never needed us before during these times, and we're going to utilize technology. You can be at home safe, we'll be at home safe, but we're still going to have the same outcome. We're still going to work together, and the outcome's going to be the same, which is we are going to get this result for you, whether it's business coaching, coaching therapy, whatever it might be, okay? You need to be thinking in terms of those things, right? Keep my core business. What are the elements of that core business that cannot be done right now given the lockdown and everything else? You plug those out and say, right, what's the digital solution for that? Does this make sense? If you've got, you know, <clears throat> trying to go out and find a new client base and going out into a new avatar on that, you know, it takes time. In this In the best climate, right now, it's not going to solve this immediate problem. So what you say to yourself is, right, okay. Problem number one. Maybe it's pure cash flow. How do I solve cash flow? Now, there's multiple things you can do. You have to work it out for yourself. I'm not here to give financial advice or anything else. Number one, I would honestly look at every single thing that, you are, that is available to you financially on offer by the government, right? unprecedented levels of support for small business owners at the moment. Use it, capitalise on it. Um, I'm not saying go out there and get up to your eyeballs in debt and stuff and what have you. But work out what you need to do to solve that first problem, which is that cash flow. So you say, right, how much cash flow do you need, right? Let's say you say, right, you work on your business, you say, right, if I can maintain a degree of my current business, right, if I can maintain a degree of that, right, worst case scenario, right, let's say 25% of my business, right? You then say, okay, if I can maintain 25% of my business, what's the shortfall that I need minimum to get through? Right, okay? You can also look at cutting back, obviously, and not overspending and not overinvesting and stuff, but be really wary of not, continuing to invest in the things that are going to serve you when you come out the other side of this Does this makes sense like if, you know if you're, if you're a business coach right now I'd say to you look, you know you know be you know be really wary about allowing your clients to, just to stop coaching right now because they need you more than ever right now they're struggling with the money right now but they need you more than ever right now and of course you know if they then start working with you again once they get their business back online in two three months but in two three months they're gonna be behind the curve of everyone else so maybe it's number two three months they could be six months behind they you know it, it, it can hit them a year this thing that might be two, three months could hit them for an entire year, right? So as a business coach, you know, I'd say, look, listen, you know, seriously, I'm the thing I, I'm the thing you don't want to be dropping right now, right? I'm the thing that's going to get you through this. We're going to get you in a stronger position at the end of this. I'm going to keep your sanity, I'm going to keep you sane, I'm going to keep you focused, I'm going to keep you on light. Make sense? Similar to what we're doing here, right? In success groups and in our masterminds, right? Okay, I'm, I mean this, right? We're the thing that's going to get you through this the strongest way possible. That You've got to maintain that momentum so that you're in a really strong position to maximise the opportunities available to us right now, limit any damage right now, keep us sane as much as possible right now, and be on the starting blocks, ready to go when we need to go when the when the curtains are pulled back and the you know the the chains are lifted and we're able to get out there and start start going for it again. Right, it's going to be like a land grab, isn't it? You can imagine it right now. You know, it'd be like a land grab. Everyone's out there, boom. You know, everyone's going to be out there marketing like crazy. Whatever you need to be. Fly, (laughs) so he's buzzing in my ear roll. So you need to be, okay, you need to be in a position where you are in those starting blocks yourself and everything else. So guess what that might be? It might be loans. You might say, right, I need X number of thousands of pounds to underwrite the next two months or three months. You decide, this is not me, right? You might decide it needs to be six months. You might decide it only needs to be one month. You decide, right? This is not me, I'm not a financial expert. But what you need to do is look at it and say, right, okay. So what is the amount of money that I need to sit on to have there in order to remove that cash flow panic, so I can then move on to the next problem. Makes sense. So once you turn around and say, right, let's I don't know, let's say you got ten grand deficit. You say, right, twenty five might be. I think I can keep twenty five percent of my business over the next three months. Um, maybe it's a sliding scale. You know, and you, you know, do the maths the best you can, or just finger in the air stuff. But you say, right, okay. I've got a 10 grand deficit over those two months. I've got a 20 grand deficit, 50 grand deficit over those three months, whatever it might be. You say, right, okay, where can I get that cash? Where can I put it in, right? I'm not saying you should get a loan or anything else. I'm just saying, where's the money, right? Before you start um, lowing, is that the word they're using? But before you start sending your staff home, um, being being paid by the government and stuff, look at your business instead of panicking down that road and thinking, okay, right, I can save a couple of grand that person, a couple of grand that person. Think about, you know, does it make more sense to get the cash influction in your business, uh, cash injection in your business and use that cash to keep those staff on to continue to give you the best opportunity to minimize the damage right now in your business, and of course, to be in that absolute position to be smashing it at the end of this, okay? I'm gonna lie, for me personally, you know, each business is gonna be different if you've got contractors out on site and you know that it makes sense to to, to send them home, right? Um, if you've got people in your office, marketing people, sales people, whatever, like customer services people that we have and that, it makes sense to keep them on right now, right? Because they're gonna, they're gonna limit the damage that we take right now, whilst maximizing the opportunity right now, whilst also getting us ready to absolutely go when we get to go at the other side of this, okay? So really think about that before you need jerk reaction and pull your money back and pull this back. Think about it. No one wants to go into debt. It's the worst debt ever, right? You know, To borrow 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand, I've said, to borrow that money just to stay alive is miserable debt, I get it, right? I'd rather take 50 grand, invest it in marketing, 50 grand, invest it in sales or systems or processes or products or knowledge or whatever. I'd much rather do that. But the bottom line is we've got to deal with these problems that we're facing and if survival was one of those problems, guess what? It wouldn't be bad debt if it kept you alive, right? If it was a difference between you staying alive and not staying alive, it wouldn't be a bad place. If you take out of 50 grand, do you need to use all 50 grand? Of course not. It's there as a, as a foundational uh, support, a crutch, if you like, to remove that immediate panic and worry of cash flow so I can then start thinking clearer about my strategies moving forward. Does this make sense? Right, so that goes forward. Then you say, right, okay, what, what money's available to me and everything else? You say, right, and let's say a loan is what you want to do. Go out, sort out the loan, talk to your bank, make it happen. If you're allowed any grant, anything that's given to you for free, right, hoover that stuff up right now. Don't be too proud. Honestly, whatever's on, talk to your accountant. Um, if you're in the group and everything else, obviously we're putting out advice on this all the time. But yeah, honestly, right, just anything that's available to you, pennies, whatever it might be, grab it all, take it all in, and you're gonna need this, right? Almost certainly, right. And if you don't need it, fucking awesome. Much better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So then you sit and say, right, that's my cash flow verted. So my brain then starts to panic about. Long-term debt, you know? Forget about that, right? That's that's problem 15, 16, 17, 18. We're looking at problems one to 10 to get me from A to B, B being the other side of this fucking nightmare where we're back out and we're functioning in a marketplace where we can navigate again the way we know to. Right, so then you sit and say, right, what's my next problem then? Well, my next problem is maybe it's the clients dropping off, right? So maybe it's clients dropping off. Say, right, Now, how do I solve that problem? Retention of your client is is, is more important right now than new clients. Everyone's going out and they think, I need a new client, I need a new client. But they're letting their current clients just slip through their fingers. You know, the client, you know, and I get it. Your client phones up and says, oh, listen, George, I'm really sorry. You know, times are really tough. I get it, you get it. Um, You know, I just can't pay, right? Or I just can't continue with you, or I just need a a break, or I need a, make sense? You're getting this, okay, of course you are, right? This is what's happening in the world. But we're letting that, that, that client slip through our net without fighting for that client because we feel bad about you know, fighting with that client. If you're like disagreeing with that client, we're letting that client slip through our fingers and then we'll try and get another one. Well, getting a client is always so much harder than retaining a client in a good climate. It's 10 times harder than that maybe right now, three times, four times, depends what market you're in, right? It's, it's harder now than it was before. So you know, be really mindful of that. And it's not about retaining clients that shouldn't be retained. It's not about forcing people to keep spending money with you. It's really trying to get them to look at it in a pragmatic, a bit proactive way, more a problem-solving way, which is, is this really going to solve your problem? Because if you had a business and you're going to put you know, all your key staff you know, send them home, let the government pay for them, and then I'm going to cut out all my coaching, all my mentoring, I'm going to cut out all of my online training, all my marketing, all my sales activity, and you're going to do this, you're literally going to go limp for, for three months, right? Now, number one, it's going to develop some really bad habits coming out the other side. Number two, what's going to happen is you're not going to be anywhere near in a fighting position when we get to the other end of this. Does this make sense, okay? So you've always got those two things. Three things, limit the damage right now, maximize whatever opportunity is here right now, no matter how small, maximize it right now, and get ready, right? These are the three things you want to be thinking about the whole time. It makes much more sense to me, I'm not saying you should do this, to consider what do I need in terms of finances, in terms of loans, in terms of support, whatever it might be, grant, et cetera, put that in, and then work out, once the money's there, what should I get rid of? So if, you try and, if you're getting rid of stuff before the money's there, you'll be panicked getting rid of people. Get rid of my marketing, get rid of my sales, get rid of this, get rid of whatever. And you're panicked getting rid of everybody. Get the money in. If you were sitting there, I said 50 grand, right? If 50 is what it's gonna take to get you through three months, six months, whatever you decide is what you need for you to get a peace of mind to be able to move forward, right? Relative peace of mind. You say, right, okay, now that 50 grand's there, now what can I get rid of? And what it means is you won't get rid of anything that obeys those three rules, right? Which is limit the damage, maximize any opportunities available right now, get ready to fucking go, right? Then you can start making your choices on what you let go. So now you've got your money, then you say, right, okay, now I cost cards, this makes sense? So then maybe, I mean, on my little example here, I'm sitting in now on uh, on problem number five. So you say, right, okay, so problem number five is who do I let go? I let go of certain people and I continue with other people. And maybe, you know, maybe they work less hours if I don't need that number of hours in the bit. I don't know, right? Work it out with the people, right? So then you sit there and say, right, now what's the next problem? Does this make sense? So I want you to think. Now I've gone through just a couple there. Right, I've gone through cash flow being number one, and I've gone through uh, you know fear of catching this thing or giving it to someone you love or whatever else. Right, you know the fear of the virus itself, the fear of the immediate cash flow. There's multiple things, obviously. I get that you might have going on, but if you can get yourself to that T, get yourself to that relative position of 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 relative calm and peace and and, and at least clear headedness to a degree. You can start mapping out what's the first problem, second problem, third problem. Once you've got your first problem, there'll be other problems that appear behind that, so you tackle those and then you go on the next problem. And what you have to understand is this, you can't solve all of these problems, 10 in this example, you can't solve all these problems at once, you can't solve them by panicking about them, you can't, right, and you can't, you know, any, all knee-jerk reactions and stuff, if they're out of context and out of order, like I said, laying off staff before you sorted out your finances, pulling back on marketing before you sorted out your finances, um, you know, changing your product line, changing your, your whatever before you've looked at how you can retain people, does this make sense? So I want you to keep looking through all of these things, okay, all right, my example's there. So I also looked here, obviously, about starting to touch on things like retaining, uh, retaining current clients versus going out and finding new clients, for example. Maybe take your external marketing people and bring them and focus them in-house. We as a company, by the way, I said this to you guys, we're taking um, that attention, right? We're always very much focused in our club and focused on our members and focused on you guys. And um, that's always an absolute massive part of our culture anyway. But obviously we are a business, we are growing. So obviously we're externally focused as well with marketing, we're looking at new new uh, opportunities and joint ventures and partnerships and all this sort of thing. We're taking that focus and we're focusing it in-house. So this content right now, right? I'm producing this for you guys in success groups and everything else. I'm not doing my podcast anymore in the way that I was. I'm not taking and doing content for the podcast deliberately to try and ta- you know tap out, tap, Tap into that marketplace and do some marketing, and re, you know outreach and that into into unknown companies. The content's all coming at you in Success Groups, and then I'm putting this in the podcast as a secondary thing. So we're turning our attentions on our current members because number one, you need us right now. Number two, we can help you right now. Number three, we are gonna absolutely help you in those three things: minimize damage, maximize opportunity, get you fucking ready to go. Right? That's what we're gonna do, and we're putting that energy inwards on 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 our members and. You should be doing the same with your current clients. Put the energy in on your current clients. Retention is always, always easier than acquisition, even in today's thing, right? Yes, acquisition might be harder right now, but trust me, it is still way easier than acquisition of new clients. So just keep thinking like this, right? And I'm talking about multiple different things here. I'm just trying to use examples that maybe you're going through right now and trying to get uh, get your thinking just a little bit more level-headed, get you thinking just a little bit more laterally, um, a little bit more objectively from these things. You know, less the panic, less the knee-jerk reactions. What's the first problem, what's the second problem? What do I need in place before I can make that decision? Before I can can pull back my finances from my therapy, if you're a therapist. Before they pull pull back from you as a therapist, or before they pull back from you as a a business coach, or from you as a, a marketing expert, or from you as a sales expert, you know? Before your clients pull out, get the money right. Get the money right, and it's still the right thing to do right now, then it is. Then don't argue with them, right? If the right thing to do is to pull back from sales and to focus on retention, and therefore, to pull money away from you, if you're their sales expert, you're their sales company, pull the money back from you to put extra in there or even get, for me personally, you know, I would get you maybe focused on that. But anyway, does this make sense? So I want you to think about, you know, before they start saying, right, I'm gonna cut you off as my sales guy or my sales team or my, you know, my lead gen, before I cut that off, get my money right, and if it's still the right thing to do, then, then it's the right thing to do right now. Does this make sense? It's the appropriate strategy. But if I'm getting rid of you because I can't afford you, but I hadn't done the work to get the money right, right you're making the wrong decisions potentially potentially if you are making the right decisions because you got fucking lucky it wasn't through because you've been smart it wasn't through being clever it wasn't because you're being strategical you were panicking and you got lucky the chances are the things that many business owners right now are cutting back on are not the right things to cut back on they're really not they need you reacting and they're pulling back from everything and they really really shouldn't be get the money sorted right seriously i mean it's get the money sorted best you can is it Can every single one of you do that? Maybe not, I don't know, right? But you've gotta go out there and really tackle those problems, right? If it's the virus, get the virus sorted first. How can I protect myself, my family, my loved ones? Number two, cash flow. How do I get that immediate cash flow, remove that? Panic, we're all gonna die out of the window. Get that money in if that's what you can do, grants, loans, um, you know, cash-in stuff that you owe, whatever it might be, right? You think about your own strategies for you right now. Every one of these is going to open up more problems. I said, you know, cash-in, you know, outstanding debt. People then have an issue with that saying, oh, but how do I cash in debt at this particular time given whatever, whatever? Well, you know, does that make sense? So then, okay, guess what? That's the next problem, that's the next problem. See what I'm saying, right? Okay, I'm not going through every single problem you might face right now because they are obviously potentially limitless. Right, so think about that, guys. Right, really want to try and get to that place of that T, that level-headedness from there. We want to say first problem, second problem, third problem. Keep tackling these things sequentially. Try and keep ourselves present with the problem that we're currently solving. Otherwise, we just, we just dissipate all our energy and our focus and our creativity. And then we just keep moving forward, moving forward, and we tackle what comes as it comes and as it unfolds. Awesome, guys. Right, listen, hang in there. We are with you every single step of the way. And uh, yeah, yeah. Minimise damage, maximise opportunity, and get fucking ready. Okay, nice one, guys. Thank you for listening, as always. I've often said this, you know, I really appreciate you giving me your time, your attention. I'm well aware that so many people are vying for it at the best of times, and especially now, there's so much demanding your attention and demanding your time. And therefore, I do not take it lightly that you've chosen to spend this time with me. As always, I want to do everything I possibly can to make that time worthwhile for you. If there's anything particular that you're struggling with, anything in particular that you would like content on specifically, then you can always drop me a line. My social media links are all in the descriptions. So, you know, hook, hook me up, Tell me what you need some help with and I'll do some content around that. And uh, yeah, you know what? Together, let's get through this together. Let's do what we need to do. Let's be the ones that keep our heads. Let's, let's be the ones that are intelligent, are smart, measured and uh, creative and let's be the ones that uh, come out of this absolutely ready to go on the other side. I wish you every single bit of success between now and next time I speak to you. As always, until then, be successful, but also be happy, be healthy, and stay in the game. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.